Join Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of New Horizons. It is always a wonderful, wonderful day when I get to join with you and dive deep into God's Word together. You have no idea just how much you mean to me and how much it means to me that there are people out there today who are still seeking the face of God in this wicked and perverse generation, still those who set apart a time every day to dive deep into God's word. Friends, I pray that this time on New Horizons uh, isn't your only devotional time. I, I pray that you listen every day. I pray that you take time to ponder on the things that we speak of. But I pray that this isn't the only time that you spend with God in his word and in prayer on a daily basis. Take time each day to get away with God, uh, whether that's 10 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes on your lunch break, or an hour in the evening. Just take time every day to get along with him, get along with him. And I promise you, you will be eternally blessed if you do. Yesterday, we covered the conversation or the question, who is Jesus? And, and really, it all boiled down to this one thought, who is Jesus to you? It was the same question that Jesus posed to his disciples. Who do you say that I am? Not what everybody else thinks, but who do you say that I am? It was the apostle Peter who jumped into the conversation. And you got to always love Peter, right? Peter is, is the one who is always front and center in trying to prove his love for Jesus uh, by the things that he does. We know this from the text. Um, we think about Peter uh, being the one that says, God, Jesus, if that's really you, bid me to come and I'll come walking on the water. Uh, we know that right there after the resurrection, what does Peter do? Peter jumps out of the water and swims to the shore to see Jesus. He was always desperate for Jesus to know just how much he loved him. And so it's no wonder that here in the text, when Jesus says, who do you say that I am? That Peter was the one to raise his hand and that Peter was the one to say, you are the Messiah. You are the son of the living God. Now, I want you to listen to Jesus' response to Peter. It's actually a beautiful thing, and it actually leads us into uh, what we know as, as ecclesiology. Ecclesiology is um, the, the definition and the doctrine of the church. And so Jesus says back to Peter, he says, Simon, son of John, son of John, you are blessed because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. Friends, as you come and you study the Bible, please understand that there are two different types of revelation. Now, when I say revelation, I'm not speaking of revelation as in terms of the book of the Bible revelation. Uh, we know that John wrote the book of Revelation, and the word revelation actually means what? To reveal or to unveil. So you just imagine, if you will, uh, there's a play going on in a theater, and there's a giant curtain that covers the stage, and you are sitting there in 
the audience and you're waiting on the play to start. And eventually what those curtains are drawn back. And when those curtains are drawn back, it unveils or it reveals everything that's on the stage. Okay, so when we think about just say the book of Revelation, it is a revealing, it is an unveiling, God pulling back the curtains, if you will, of the things that are going to happen at the end time. Now, when I say special revelation and natural revelation, I'm not speaking in terms of the book of Revelation. I'm speaking of how God reveals himself to humans. All right, so let's just talk about the two. First of all, we have natural revelation. Natural revelation is spoken of in the book of Romans, chapter number one, verse 18 through 32. I'm not going to go there and read the entire text. I will just give you the gist of what it says because we have limited time on our daily podcast. Special revel or natural revelation is God's revealing of himself in nature. Romans chapter 1, verse 18 through 32 teaches us that mankind knows God simply by looking at nature. So you can go outside at night and you can look up at the stars, the beautiful stars above. Just say the constellation Orion or the constellation known as Ursa Major, which inside of Ursa Major is the Big Dipper. You can, you can go outside in the springtime and listen to the birds singing in the air. You can, you can watch as a baby is born at the miraculous, miraculous birth of a child and how God brings life into the world. These are all natural revelation. And when you see these things as order of creation, you can actually have a knowledge of God. You know that God exists. Earlier this week, I spoke on a topic, and in that topic, I quoted the following verse. The fool has said in his heart that there is no God. And so each and every man can look at the things around him, the things that surrounds him, even women, women too, can look at things that surround her, and, and what? She can know, he can know that there is a God. However, natural revelation is not saving faith and is not able to save you. It just gives you a knowledge of who God is. So Simon Peter, he had a knowledge of God, but he needed special revelation in order to know God through his son, Jesus Christ. So what does Jesus say? Peter says, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus says, blessed are you because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. Special revelation goes beyond natural revelation. Natural revelation, those things we can see in nature and cause us to know God exists. Special revelation is when the Holy Spirit of God moves on a person's heart. When the Holy Spirit of God calls your name, when the Holy Spirit of God begins to testify in your heart through the word of God that Jesus is the son of God, yea, the only way to be reconciled to God and spend eternity with him. And so special revelation goes beyond the natural. Special revelation is the Holy Spirit's act of conviction in your heart when he calls you to himself. And that's what 
Simon Peter experiences in Matthew chapter number 16. This is something supernatural. This is a special revelation from God. God has spoken into his heart and is confirmed in his heart that Jesus is more than just a man. Jesus is more than just an idol that's lining the streets. Jesus is more than just a man claiming to be a religious guru. Jesus is actually the son of God, the Messiah of the world. And Jesus What's amazing here, Jesus doesn't rebuke Simon Peter for his feelings and his confession of him. Instead, Jesus, what, actually blesses Simon Peter and says, blessed are you, uh, Simon, because flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. So today, today, if a person is going to be saved, it has to go beyond the natural. A saving faith is more than just a belief in God intellectually. Saving faith is a special revelation of God when a person puts their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and confesses him to be the Messiah, the son of the living God. Friends, listen, I hope today's been a great blessing to you. I can't wait to join you tomorrow as we continue in Matthew 16 and we begin to just look at the church. God bless you.